What's up, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of The Legion of Raw. I'm here with the former WWE head writer, former WCW. Look at that right there. I have nothing else to say. How are you, my man? Bro, I got to admit, going into this show, I was in a crappy mood. Um, you know, having technical issues with the site, as always. Um, which I'm so I'm so over. So I'm I was not in a good mood to begin with. Okay, bro, this show sucked. <laughs> you know, the, the, there were things that I put over last week. Steps in the right direction, continuity, and then here here we go right back to match after match after match after match. What a freaking waste of three hours. Yeah, I agree. Uh, people asking for super chats. Thank y'all for y'all support. We're still trying to figure this out. Uh, we appreciate y'all support. People thirsty to give money. I mean, that's <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that. Um, basically, I just got a update uh, today that. Uh, um, YouTube has met with uh, Sports Kid to get this taken care of, so we should be we should be good to go very very soon. So thank you so much uh, for y'all's uh, awesome 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 love and support, SK Nation. So with that being said, <clears throat> uh, Vince, I um, today you know as 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 a, a pretty Normal is pretty common day for me. Back to back to back to back to back to back therapy. It's clients all day. Um, I love my job. I, I'm so thankful to God every day uh, that he put me in that position. It's, you know, being a psychology doctor is is a dream come true. A therapist is an amazing job. It is, it is a, a thankless job um it's it's incredible so i uh work out as a as a um way to uh release that you know that that exhaustion of uh putting you know so much effort into um giving therapy to my clients and so i use that as an opportunity to release and so spend time with my family that's normal that's great after working out dinner and I come to raw and <laughs> I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I am so exhausted coming into this show, man. It's just, it's so exhausting. And, and you know, I, I, I say this all the time. I put over SmackDown. I like SmackDown. Um, but just raw is just, and the thing is, like I told you before, Vince, if there's one word that I can describe my feelings toward raw is disappointing. Man. It, it's, it's just disappointing. It's three hours and it's a stretch and it just feels lifeless. It feels like a house show that we weren't invited into, but we were forced to watch. You know, but Chris, you know, I, I got to tell you too, bro, like, and I know I'm the minority and I'm not going to argue with people. I am not. And, 
in in anything in my life, in anything in my favorite teams, um, in anything my favorite athletes, my favorite entertainers. Uh, I I I I am a not I am not a lower the bar guy. Mm-hmm. I don't lower the bar. Come on, bro. I I I watch the bloodline segment on Raw. C- c- like, come on, bro. Like, seriously, th- th- this is this is a great storyline. I, I think so. I sitting think- at a table, bro, doing a contract signing, just buying another week. Oh come yeah, Chris. Come on, that's man. That, you know that con- you know that that uh, contract signing gimmick is 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 uh, something that happens just. All, I mean, that's been going on for years. I mean, I, 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 I'm a fan of Roman Reigns. I'm a fan of the Usos, but I, I watch this big segment and I'm like, really, bro? Like, this is the great stuff they're doing on SmackDown. Come on, yeah, bro. I mean, I don't think I don't think the clips really does it justice. I no, I watched it, bro. I watched, you watched it. You watched SmackDown? No, I didn't watch SmackDown. I watched that segment. Yeah, I, I mean, watched that was, segment from the beginning to the end. Oh, you watched it like what you watched on YouTube or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, the um, whole segment. The whole segment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh this is what's great. Come on, bro. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, uh, I, I would, I think. I would put the bloodline in probably because I don't, I'm not a fan of recency bias. So I have to really pay attention to not having recency bias. So I would put the bloodline within probably the top seven angles of all time in WWE. Uh, Because like I told you before, I like the, the longevity to it. I like the different angles with it. Um, Jay, I think Jay has done a fantastic job stepping up as a character by himself. Just the, 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 the facials, the mannerisms, all that is just acting. And I appreciate the acting because like, give me stories. I don't care about match after match after match. Like that, that does nothing to me, man. Like, because we, because we see that, all the time for years that match after match after match i want stories and that's and that's probably something because we haven't seen that for so long as far as a thorough laid out story you know that's that's something i'm like okay finally you know what i mean so that's that's where i'm at it hasn't it's, it's done pretty good like i told you like we've we've talked about this before Vince, and i'm actually more i'm more, I'm more interested in talking about the bloodline than raw but i think the bloodline angle and storyline has elevated everybody who's got some type of rub on it at least during that time now like we've said we've said this before um with with ko and Sami Zayn, they got a rub you know we they got a rub from it which was great uh cody in a sense, you know, what I mean, as far as his WrestleMania, um, but at the same time, like now it's it's interesting. I mean, we did a a thorough, you know, that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, uh, we're we're going to be coming out. It's going to be coming out soon. We did a very thorough family tree as far as just the uh, the true bloodline uh, is concerned, which will be interesting. So uh, it's coming out soon. 
But at the same time, you know, I, I think it's interesting. I, you know, I'm a type of person that tries to um, look at the good of things. And if I'm, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm real when it comes to being disappointed in something. I do, I do say that, but I try to make, I try to find something good of the thing. I do like the, the bloodline storyline because I, I do like the fact that it is episodic saga that is leaving us for more the next week. So at least I'll give them that. So that's my take on the bloodline. Chris, I'm bored with it. That's okay. okay. I watched TV bored, bored with wrestling though, bro. Yes, exactly. Because, because I, I ask myself this question every week. Do any of these people watch television? Do, do any of these people know what television shows in 2023 look like? Any of them, mm. any of them, bro, because this is, this is the lowest scale of television available to you. And I'm talking about a uh, temptation Island. I'm talking about Vanderpump rules. This is, I'm talking about cartoons. Mm -hmm. This is the lowest form of entertainment you can possibly watch. I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's embarrassing to me. And, and, bro, I can say that because every two weeks, I just did it last night, I review the Attitude Era show. Mm -hmm. And I sit there and I watch that show from start to finish and I take my notes and um, at the end of that show, I sit there and I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you th this is the same genre that I'm watching tonight as it was back then? No, nah, no, nah, bro, this ain't the same thing. It ain't even in the same ballpark. Yeah. And I'm sorry, bro, like this is rotten, 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 rotten television. I'm watching last night, bro. We drove a rocket launcher to the back door of the WCW building not knowing what was going to happen. I want people to understand one thing. When that rocket launcher was going down the ramp and that door was open, okay, bro, they were going in. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think people understand that. DX was going into the WCW building not having a clue of what was going to happen. And when you go back and you watch all that footage, bro, you see the uneasiness mm -hmm. because they don't, are they going to get arrested for trespassing? Are there going to be some boys on the WCW roster that don't think it's funny? They don't know. And you can see that, bro, this is live television. Okay. And I'm looking at the show tonight and I'm like, hmm. Okay, bro, you've, you've told the WWE universe and everybody knows that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are married. Mm -hmm. But meanwhile, Seth's wife is watching in the back as another woman is putting the boots to her husband. Like, you guys can't even get that? Mm -hmm. Bro, I, I guarantee all you married men out there, all human, every single one of you. I guarantee you, bro, if a, if a girl kicked you in the groin and you're down and they're putting the boots to you and your wife is watching, I guarantee you 
100% of the time, your wife is going to try to do something. Bro, I'm not, there was an episode, bro, there was an episode of Everyone Loves Raymond where a woman was bullying Raymond and Raymond's wife, Deborah, had to step in, okay? But here we are, bro. This is wrestling. Becky, Becky Lynch is the man. And and Rhea Ripley is beating the crap out of Seth Rollins. Where's the man? This is what I'm talking about, bro. Becky this- Lynch is the man, and Rhea is beating the crap out of your man. So- this is exactly what I'm talking about. You can't do that, bro. You can't do that. I I agree with that. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Uh yeah, but logic has been thrown out the window with uh, WWE storylines, especially on Raw, for a long time. So we 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 both know that a huge positive. And again, they must be listening to this show because somebody finally said Dominic shutting up every time the crowd starts booing him is getting old. Somebody too. finally yeah. said that, bro. Not as the, I noticed that too. Yeah. And he, and I got a big shout out to Finn Balor too because he was stepping all on that reaction, man. I, I appreciate him doing it. He yeah. Just talking. Yeah. Dom was talking over the people. Thank God. And let me tell you something, bro. He does that three weeks in a row, then then they stop. Yeah. Thank God somebody said, you know what? This is really getting annoying. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we get Judgment Day celebrating Dominic Mysterio. Um, KO and Sammy comes out and uh, cuts promos, and Zane challenges Dominic for that. I swear to God, and I'm glad that Kevin Owens explained, yeah, bro, we had this exact open last week. Because yeah. for a minute, I thought I was, I, I swear to God, I'm like, is this a rerun? Mm-hmm. They did this exact same thing last week and i thank i thank kevin owens for acknowledging that yeah bro completely same open as last week yep agreed uh we get becky lynch defeating zoe stark as if that wasn't going to happen Vince. oh yeah bro please please <laughs> i mean again it goes back to why didn't they just bring in lita for the tag match man i just Something happened, bro. Either it was money, either Lita got hurt, either maybe Lita didn't like the way things went down. It, it could be a slew of things, but um, something happened to take her out of the picture. I just don't think that they wanted – I think that what she was assigned to do just ran its course, and they felt like they didn't have any need for it again, which doesn't make any sense to me because this thing has been super stretched way too long yeah. you already had a match with becky and trish you already had a match against zoe and becky lynch and here's when i saw this match i was like okay so zoe starks is definitely you know the the fall gal to the in this feud so if she's struggling twice against zoe stark how is she not like how is she a credible opponent in this season of her career for trish drives who already beat her I think that Becky Lynch should have absolutely plowed through Zoe Stark because what does that do? That gives Trish more intimidation of saying, whoa, like I wasn't expecting that. She looks legit and I'm more afraid of her. 
there's no reason for Trish to be afraid of Zoe, uh, of Becky Lynch because one, she beat her. Two, Zoe Stark beat her once and is going 50-50 toe-to-toe with her again. So she's like, oh, okay. It should be cool. It's not It's not that big. You, I don't think that they did a really good job making Becky look strong in this segment. They could have done a way better job making her look stronger by just plowing through uh, Zoe Stark. Yeah, bro, I'm hearing now, uh, supposedly anyway, that she's supposed to be taking time off again after SummerSlam to be to be with the kid. Bro, I've said this for the longest time. Since they had the their daughter, I just I don't think her heart's into it. And there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah. But from what I'm what I'm reading, like they bring her on the road and like it's a real grind broke bro listen i can't imagine being a woman and i'm wrestling for the biggest wrestling company in the world I, i'm we're bringing our daughter on the road with with us i've got to keep an eye on her all times make sure she's okay i gotta go to the match over here i gotta hope i don't get hurt because i'm a mother now and there's somebody that you know is 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 counting on me i i i can't imagine that stress bro i i i really can't so you know, like I said, man, it looks like she's going to be taking time off, you know, after SummerSlam. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> listen, you know, Chris, listen, bro, here's the bottom line, bro. It's all about priorities. Sure. What 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 are your priorities, bro? Um, that's and, and that's that's up to you, man. But um, yeah, good for her. I mean, yeah. I, no, uh, yeah, no uh, pushback for me there. Um, no. So Vince. Don't what say. Do you want, don't. What don't, do you want to talk don't. about? <laughs> <laughs> we get another Cody promo, ladies and gentlemen. I can't take these Cody promos, bro, because all all I'm seeing, all I'm seeing, is a guy that's just so full of himself. That's all that. That's all that I can see. And uh, and they they don't further stories. They're not going anywhere, bro. He, I I I think he, bro. I think. He referenced a cigar today, <laughs> yeah. and it was probably a cigar that nobody could afford. No, nobody in that crowd ever had one of these because it's probably five hundred bucks a cigar. Yeah. But I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like these things go nowhere for me, bro. Same here, man. I just, I can't call it, man. I, I can't. I've got nothing when it comes to Cody promos anymore, man. I just don't. I'm going to make that a gimmick now. So every time Cody cuts a promo every week, it's coming, ladies Bro, and gentlemen. I swear ladies to God, though, but this is his value to them, Chris, because, like, in baseball, like I said, bro, you need those middle relievers that are going to eat those innings, the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings. They're going to – that's what the, he does for this show. Yeah. They know that Cody Rhodes – and they could put in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Cody Rhodes will go out there and cut a 15-minute promo. Bro, that's what he's getting paid for. Yeah. I, I mean, literally, that that is his spot on the show. Sure. And then we're going to see – so uh, – yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's do it. Might as well do it. So – I've got a theory uh, of of what we're going to see next for Cody. So I like the so the do, I'm, I'm a big fan of documentaries. I love documentaries, uh, particularly pro wrestling documentaries. I think the doc is going to be really nice. Uh, they were they were have some they were showing some indie stuff that uh, that he's going to be that's going to be part of the documentary. So that should be good. 
So it seems like what they're what they're going to what they're going to do with that is they're going to continue to get reps behind Cody to set him up for Roman at WrestleMania, which I don't see. I, I don't care. I, I don't want to see. But I think what he'll do is he'll just get to the point of keep going through competition on his way to Roman. I think that he it'll be one of two things. Either he's going to beat Bray and this is going to happen, or he's going to like he's going to beat Bray clean and this is going to happen, or he's going to beat uh, I mean he's going to beat Brock clean, or he's going to beat uh, Brock by disqualification because Bray comes in and interferes and so then we'll get Cody Bray for the next uh for the next few I think. Why do you think that? Uh, because there's nobody else. There's nobody else and they're just going to have him plow through competition. They're just, like that's his that's going to be his thing until WrestleMania. And that'll it's, totally kill Bray off for good, no? Oh, already. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're just, they're going to bring him in just to just to put Cody over. I, I mean, I really don't care, honestly, but that's what they're going to do. And guess what? I can see uh, Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes versus Omar. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just going to have people, you know, be competition and kind of like that Hogan effect. You know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of like just having people come in his way and he just get through obstacle after obstacle to get to that big moment, uh, which would be which would be unfortunately Roman Reigns. Bro, I kept seeing the commercial over and over and over today. Uh NFL nine seven. So you're literally looking at six weeks. NFL's back in six weeks, guys, and we're we're going right back to one point five. This is this is the time. Yep. To your point, Vince, this right here, that this off season, because because basically we have a lot of uh fringe, you know, uh sports. I mean, we have baseball, which is definitely not a fringe sport, but we have like tennis and soccer yeah. and stuff like that. Those are most those those are mostly fringe sports here in the states, you know, not you know in Europe, but definitely in the states. And so, really, like baseball is what you have here in the summertime. And that's not a huge competition to wrestling. I mean, can can you attest to that as far yeah, there's as there's 162 games? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so you, you know, I mean, exactly. not, you don't have to sit there and watch 162 yeah. games. Not at all. Not at all. And was that and, and to your and to this point, Vince, was that ever when you were writing for never, for, um, never, never baseball never. was never like never. Uh, bro. The only thing that was basketball wasn't mm-hmm. hockey wasn't. The only thing that was was football. That mm-hmm. was the and Monday night football. Yeah, that exactly. that is it, bro. I swear to God, if if you're a casual fan, and for some reason you be you you happen to be watching the show this week, and you saw those commercials, bro, you're sitting there saying, "Thank God." Yeah, Thank, you are, bro. You are you because it's over. It's yeah. over. Any people that you have watching you that are football fans, bro, it's over it's you're done it's over i came to my um to my to my my tv about 30 minutes out uh, late because i was able to you know plow through the commercials and so um it's no lie i i I looked at my hulu 
and I saw Raw, and right next to it, to the right, was College Football Live. <laughs> and I said, ooh, this is tough. <laughs> like, like I, I kept thinking of, I got to, you know, look, it's a it's a great opportunity. I, I, get, I literally get paid to talk about wrestling, you know, handsomely. And I, I'm a family man, you know, that got to pay the bills. And so, yeah. but. It was rough because I was much more in like in excited to see college football live is coming back and they're just doing commentary about the upcoming season, uh, which is gonna be here within a few weeks. So I'm I'm really excited about that. So yeah. Uh let's get to uh Ricochet cutting a backstage interview. Man, they're they're looking they're looking to do this, Vince, clearly for the spectacle, the the acrobatic spectacle, and most likely to find, like I said this before, to finally give uh, uh, Logan Paul a win. Uh, he beat the Miz, uh, I think, at SummerSlam a year or two back, uh, and then he, who else did he beat? I know he beat the Miz. I know is that it? I think so, man. Oh, it was the tag match him and Miz against the Mysterios at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken. Those are the only two matches that he's won since being there. I mean, he lost to Roman, lost to Seth. Um, lost bro, to they're going to put Ricochet over him. I don't think so. They think that, bro, I'm telling you, they, 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 they think Ricochet's a star. They, no, I think they, I, I think that they, they view Ricochet as like the token spot guy. I think that like I think what they what they do, how they view Ricochet is he's a good little hand. He's like he's like the modern day Dolph Ziggler. I think they're putting him over. I don't see it, man. I cause I cause when after they do, and I mean I respect your uh, decision, but at, what what happens? So if they beat if Ricochet beats Logan Paul, what I mean, what are they gonna do with Ricochet afterwards? It's Ricochet versus uh, Gunther, Finn Balor, <laughs> Finn, yeah, for the championship. <laughs> That'll do it. I, I, I see him. Yeah, I see him as a good little hand. I mean, that's I, it, I, I do too. But I think they see much more than that, bro. I don't think they ever. They, they, there was a couple times they, they've given him the Dolph Ziggler treatment so much, like they put him in these spots, you know, because he's a good little hand. They they'll give him like a, a U.S. championship and or, or intercontinental championship. But hey, thank you, Ricochet, for all the spots and all the times that you've you know been highlights. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and give you the intercontinental championship for a second. And then that didn't last for long. And then he'll lose. You know, he lost to Gunther. You know, he Gunther was the one who Ricochet was the one who lost to Gunther to commence this reign. And so that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's that's what they do with Ricochet. That's what they've been doing with Ricochet. They they gave him a, 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 a hiccup on the main event. I remember there was a time that he went against Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, for a main event spot and got just handled. It was bad. You want to hear something really interesting, bro? Who was that real flamboyant a wrestler from NXT? that came up to the WWE, and then they teamed them with Fandango, and they did that thing. Who, who am I talking about? Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Mm -hmm. Bro, I was reading an article about Tyler Breeze interview today, mm -hmm. 
And Tyler Breeze talked about Dolph Ziggler telling him, bro, we're not one of theirs. <laughs> Which literally, like, bro, but think about that, bro. Think about, and I talk about this all the time, and I talk about wrestling and politics all the time, especially when talent is involved in booking. Mm-hmm. Because you look at a guy like Dolph Ziggler, bro, and I'm looking at myself as a writer. No bias, no nothing. You got this great-looking guy, great body, great worker, great talker. Bro, very similar to Shawn Michaels in many, many ways. Very similar. Why is he not one of theirs? Why is he not one of theirs, bro? Because I guarantee you... It goes back to history with Hunter and something happened in a match in 1995. That is how it works. There is no reason in the world that Dolph Ziggler should just be a good little hand. Bro, I remember. I remember, Chris, and you'll remember too because your memory is far sharper than mine. Bro, remember when they were rolling out Hunter and Stephanie every single week? Oh, yeah. And Dolph was the anti-establishment. Yeah. And and a big pay-per-view was coming up. Bro, they were this close to getting him over huge, and they took it away that quickly. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? They did. they did. He actually won the match at Survivor Series. Uh, that's I think that around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Sting debuted. So, so Sting... Sting basically he took the he took the the mo the moment because he that was his first time in WWE, but Dolph Ziggler was actually the one who pinned you know to to win the match. So, uh, but no one really remembers that because Sting and bro was was that done by design? That could have been that could have been, but Sting but Sting, what was done by design was Sting coming back you know, to, to look like a WCW guy. That's, right. that's what's, that was what was by design because to this day, it still makes absolutely zero sense why he lost at 31 after the, after Triple H could have just put him over. And what made it so bad was the same WrestleMania. You do a spot with, Triple H and The Rock with Ronda Rousey. Like, you couldn't save that for a Raw. Like, oh, yeah, Sting's over with. Now let's just move on to the... Bro, they were were testing him. They were testing him to see how he responded to that, bro. It's such a a nursery school, bro. From from top to bottom, it's it's freaking nursery school, bro. Indeed, man. Indeed. Uh, next, we have uh, Dominic Mysterio defeating Sami Zayn. Um, I mean, this was expected. What, what thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, and again, there's the um, distraction on the stage, and we finish in a roll-up, just the simplest predictable finish you could imagine. Why do you have, as far as from a booking standpoint, Vince, you got so many people in the back, like, you know, Akira Tozawa was in the back, and he's got some... He's got some history with the Judgment Day. Why would the, the booking team use Sami Zayn in this spot? Why wouldn't they focus more on protecting his character? How show? 
It's a house show. It's a good little match. It's a good match. It's a house show match. Bro, the thing that amazes me is like, it, it, it's things like this. So Sammy's in the corner. He's doing the stop. He's doing the stop. Dominic is selling in the corner. Mm-hmm. Sammy is telling him to get up, get up, so he can give a give him the what is it called? The Luva kick, whatever he calls a it. Luva kick. Right. So Dominic's pulling himself up to get in position. Bro, wouldn't you be rolling out of the ring at that point? Like what, what like this is the stuff that I'm talking about because people like me. I swear to God, bro, here's what happens. The guy like me is watching it, and, and for some reason his wife is sitting next to him. Yeah, and yeah. the wife turns to him and says, "Why does he just roll out of the ring?" Precisely. Yeah. And the, and the guy says, "Because it's wrestling," which is sad. I yeah. just thought I just had an idea. Can't you give stars on Facebook? You can give stars on Facebook. So for those who uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan of us us pr- promoting our um, wrestle Star band system. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you give. Did, did I just say stars? Did you just say stars? Did, did I just did I just say stars? If I could find it, did, did I just, no. I just say stars? Melts the hands, melts a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got so many melts. Oh, I got a new one. I got a new one for you. Got you. A new, you got a new clip, sound clip, man? Yes. Are you ready for this, bro? Okay. Uh, do, do we need Joey for this? Yeah, give we haven't had Joey in ages. <laughs> all right, all right, let's do it. All right, here we go. We we we're going out in Vela New. Yeah, yes. Melty Cliff, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, I didn't say Melza. Oh, there's a it might be TK. All right, we see the suspense is peaking, ladies and gentlemen. But before that, he's back, Joey. Time out, time out, Joey, time out, Joey. Okay, are you ready? Give me the drum roll. Oh. Oh. Right, here we go. You ready? I did a lot of things as Ronaldo Piven. A lot of great <laughs> things. But nothing has ever brought me the attention as like a moment with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns in the in a WrestleMania scrum or or CM Punk staring me down. So when you're you're in that moment. And you got somebody you know you're that's super talented or whatever, and, and you can make a moment like that. Chris, when's the last time you made a moment like that? Seriously. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna at least say when your kids were born. At least oh, when your kid I, I would consider I'll, that a moment. I thought you were talking about pro wrestling. Bro, can you believe can you believe if you're, talking about for real, if you're talking about for real? That was uh hey nanny nanny with the wife. Yeah, I, I can't I can't believe these guys creating moments at scrums. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Doctor. I've been to I've been to plenty of scrums, Vince. Uh <sighs> and I haven't made a moment. I now I gotta look for the other one though, bro. Hold on. Okay. I can't, I can't disappoint the people. Melts yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, just, let's just go through them. Melts a blah blah blah. Okay, let's do it. Match has ever had this ever been. Okay. Okay. Uh melts the hands. <laughs> that shit that he does. I mean, he, with the hands in the pants. I mean, that is great stuff. This one's interesting. Meltzer blow. B-L-O-W. Oh. They are going to see blow your mind wrestling <laughs> <laughs> i hold on bro we got more let's see uh 
let's see. <laughs> Mel- Meltzer voice. This is one of my favorites, Chris. Well, play everything's yes. So if you stay cool at home, you're gonna walk. It's twenty minute train ride. Yeah, that's my favorite one. It's Cork at home. On I heard that uh, somebody's gonna be in court, like GCW or something like that. Aren't they gonna be in like Cork and Hall? I think so. Yeah, because somebody, bro, I don't see the star one. Oh man, did you uh, do? Did you do uh, do a one over it? Hold on, let me let me look. Hold on, guys, give me one second. It's gonna be worth the wait if I could find it. Uh, let's see, Meltzer, blah blah blah, a houseman moment. Uh, let's see. Why you do that? Why you do that? <clears throat> I do think I that paid ever seeing giving another match seven stars, but there it is. Do then it'll be a wonderful thing for wrestling. Yeah. All right, okay, Chris. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, um yeah seven stars yeah keep that one in mind because i think that you can give stars on facebook so if you want your um if you want your 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 comments on the screen ladies and gentlemen uh keep your twitter up and also use your laptop or your tablet or your phone bring up facebook because we're live on facebook as well and give those seven stars for your to be yes indeed give those stars to be on the screen all right here we go ladies and gentlemen what's next we got uh bronson reed and tomaso champa uh somehow they uh, well before that we got ko's got broken ribs in the back oh yeah he legit um he, he legit got injured i think last did he really week. we got champa warning nakamura and then we dust, uh, uh, I didn't even know Apollo Crews was still around. We dusted him off, and he had a match with Ciampa. That was, uh, no, he had a, Bronson Reed had a match with Ciampa. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Okay, yeah, he had a match with uh, Damian Priest yeah. further down. But, um, so Bronson Reed and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, yeah, So. Yeah. Basically, like they're adding in. Okay, help help me understand this, Vince. So, it's clear that they have no idea what they want to do with Shinsuke Nakamura. He's just all over the place now. What's the end game, in your opinion, for Shinsuke Nakamura? God, bro, they got so much rebuilding to do because he means absolutely nothing, man. He means nothing. I was going to say, you know, do you have him attack Cody? But he just doesn't mean anything right now, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know he he was in he was heel on SmackDown for a while, uh, a couple of years back, uh, and he was with uh, Sami Zayn, and it just his run as a heel was okay, but it wasn't anything spectacular. It was just it, it felt filler for a lot of the time. They just really don't have any type of plans to put Shinsuke to that high main event, semi-main event, main event level, man. They did. I mean, it just seems like Triple H had a lot of influence because he won the Royal Rumble. Like, he he went to WrestleMania against AJ Styles in New Orleans, man. But after that... I'm going to throw something crazy at you. I'm going to throw something totally crazy at you. Absolutely, man. There is, bro, WWF back in the day, 1 billion percent 
started the light heavyweight division because of the sex success that um Sorry. eric was having with the luchadors oh, okay, okay? absolute 1000 ripped it oh, off okay. scott taylor you know scotty tuhati and brian christopher and takamishinoko yep. and all those guys right yeah yep. all right bro we see what aew is doing with new japan and you know the, the niche as it is, there is a there is a market. Oh yeah, for New Japan, bro. Why not send Nakamura over to Japan to win a title, and then have him defend it here mm. against some of those great Japanese wrestlers that that audience loves? Why not? I like it. Why not? Um, it's be- it would be better than anything he's doing now. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, they they kind of he had a rub with him earlier this year because you know he um, went against Muda, you know, for his last match, and that was that was big. And so they did nothing from that. They didn't capitalize with that at all. And so what would have made sense would have been if. He would have won. I know that New Japan and and AEW they they have you know a partnership, but you have All Japan, That's you have Russell One. You know, what I mean, yeah. you, you have Japanese promotions that are yeah. legit. All Japan is they've been around for a while too. Uh, um, uh, Noah Pro Wrestling Noah. That's another one. And so, why don't you win a big championship like the GHC uh, GHC championship from Noah, or the All Japan you know championship from from All Japan? bring that to your point bring that to the states and that's a good business because you're allowing the japanese audience you know to see nakamura have a good feud against someone like you know a a good heel that could be the benefit for both of them that would be interesting because bronson reed was just in japan recently after he got let go from the wwe he went to japan and wrestled so if it was a Shinsuke Nakamura is like the GAC champion going against LeBronson Reed, who recently had, you know, Japanese experience. That could be really cool, man. Yeah, I, I agree. With, I agree with that. Even even if you wanted to make a triple threat and throw Trump in there for the you know championship, yeah. I think that would be. See, if you talk about like matches that would have made sense for SummerSlam, something like that with the stipulation and a title involved it has much more drawing power than just some random every single week. I really don't care few that no one's going to get over with. So yeah. uh, it's a good point there. Yeah. Uh, we have backstage interview. We have uh, Chelsea green and uh, first of all, we have Liv Morgan. Then that gets interrupted by Chelsea green and Sonya Deville uh, approaches them. And then uh, Rhea Ripley approaches them and cuts a promo too. your thoughts on this. Yeah, I see, bro. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at live more. And again, bro, I go into producer mode. Mode. That's where I go when I see these backstage segments. So, I, I see live, sure, and I see Rhea Ripley. Yeah, bro. There's got to be some concern there. There's got to be some may say I'm crazy for challenging Rhea Ripley for a match, but you know, mm. I I believe. To to be cocky and confident going in a match against Rhea Ripley, you're 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 an imbecile. 
Like, seriously, bro, there's got to be, you know, man, maybe I'm not making the smartest decision I've ever made in my life, but I got to stand tall with my partner. Or whatever happens to me, man, I'm going to get back up. You know, something like that. Not a, you know, you've you've got a six foot something woman and a five foot two woman and you're going to cut a cocky backstick. Come come on. That's not realistic, bro. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Great point. Um, we have, um, so she's, so we'll get to that as far as the, the, the attack, the, the rear attack, uh, we have, um, then re re Ripley attacking Liv Morgan before the match. And then she uh, shatters her arm twice by stepping on a chair with limbs or lives arm in it. So she's injured too. She injured herself, um, last week as a shoot. So she'll be out for for a while too so all these injuries man i think i think two people i think ko and Liv got injured last week on raw so it's like what are you man all these wrestling spots and things like that folk being the focal point man that makes people more susceptible for injuries for one and for two it's not a you know you're getting paid to spend some time off, you know, six weeks. I hope you feel better. You know, if you're not a really in a big prominent spot, because I know a lot of the times back in the day um, when speaking of back in the day, uh, shout out to my boy, Black Bart, man, uh, prayers to him. He's, uh, you know, he's got stage four cancer and uh, he gave an uh, update today as far as just what they're going to do with uh, with him. So, um one of my favorite people to interview, Black Bart, got old school. Um, he's got old school stories for days, man, and just uh, praying for a speedy recovery for him. But <clears throat> I love I love interviewing and talking to old school people. And they would always talk about how they couldn't stand missing time because there weren't any guaranteed contracts back in the day. Oh, yeah, bro. So, so you would fake, you would say, oh, no, I'm fine, and you'd be <laughs> bleeding through the guts. You'd be like, oh, no, 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 I'm good. Uh, things are good because you didn't want to lose your spot. You know, I mean, that was a big deal back in the day. But with people, with now you have guaranteed contracts. So if you're gone for, you know, four weeks, that's a vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you're recovering from it. So it's not a, it's not a major loss with Liv being gone. I do think it also opens up opportunities for Raquel Rodriguez. I think she's going to come back next week, and then we're going to set up. That's going to set up Raquel versus Rhea for SummerSlam. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, bro, I it, it's funny that you were saying that, man. I remember, first of all, bro, whether they didn't get hurt as much or they got it hurt as much but they weren't selling it, I never had to deal with the amount of injuries that they're dealing with today. Never. I, I remember writing the TV. Yeah. Obviously, bro, people would get hurt and you had to write them out, but never yeah. to the uh, to the number of injuries today. I remember Bill DeMott, bro, basically telling me Bill was a no-sell guy, bro. So he was suffering from concussions. And, you know, back then we didn't know what we know today. Yeah. He was suffering from concussions, not selling it, working through it. And I remember him telling me, bro, he actually lost his eyesight wow. during a match. Wow. During a match. So, yeah, bro, when you talk about they they wrestled, bro, hurt or not, 
it was just a different time man yeah they just no sell it man they just they don't want to lose their spot for sure yeah uh we have uh alpha academy cutting a backstage promo and then uh <laughs> and then your boy ricochet cutting a promo and just the the fans just weren't into it man the the, I, the, the segment wasn't too bad at the end but the ricochet just cutting the promo as as long as he did man it, it really yeah, it was it, it was hard i i, I just don't know bro why um i would have got heat on logan paul man i agree yeah. I would have got heat on Logan Paul. I, I thought it was over when he came out of nowhere and, and nailed him and was taking pictures and stuff. I thought it was over. And then when he got back up and got his receipt, I'm like, bro, whatever happened to heat? Man? I think they're he, doing he, that. He, I think they're doing that because Logan's going to get go over. I think, I think what they're doing is they're making Ricochet look legitimate in order to be a threat for Logan Paul. And then, yeah. and then Logan Paul is going to win. Because what I can see next week is I wouldn't be surprised if the same type of thing happens. Like if if if, if Ricochet gets the one up, you know, heading into SummerSlam, and that's going to be the threat to make him look like a quality, you know, contender. That's because usually the formula. formula. It is. That's yeah. usually how it goes, man. Because what happened was, we saw that with Logan Paul before when he was you know doing doing the booking and he's laid out Logan a, f- a couple times already so he's getting all these weeks it's making him seem like oh yeah well he's a worthy contender now you know what I mean but what's going to happen is Logan's going to get out go over because um like I said man I, I don't think if if there's think think of it this way Logan Paul was in a main event in Saudi against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Yep. Now, he was booked as a legitimate threat to beat Roman Reigns at a main event. Do you really think that the WWE is going to have him lose against Ricochet, who's been booked as... 50 50 as you can get you know for so long and i don't see another i don't see this as causing a big thrust in his career he's a good little hand he's going to be used like Dolph ziggler and i think that uh, logan paul is going to take it yeah bro it's going to tell you what they think about ricochet we'll see yeah i i I think if he loses if ricochet loses one is expected and then two he's just being inserted into another spot like he always i mean that's that's been ricochet for so long man yeah i remember when he i remember when they had him go against brock lesnar uh i think what was that was that the royal rumble uh that's ricochet went against brock lesnar and i I was like what the heck i remember when uh, brock lesnar went against uh finn and i was like oh i mean but it wasn't too bad but man i mean it was um super showdown is when it was it was uh <clears throat> february of 2020 uh it was a it was brock lesnar and ricochet and brock lesnar devoured <laughs> it, it, it it what was it was 2019 i think it was yeah i think i remember that i think i remember before covid yeah and Man, it was absolutely. Uh, might have been twenty. Let me see. 
Yeah, it might have been 20 right before right before COVID. And it was just, yeah, it was 2020. Um, <clears throat> and it was just absolutely he flattened Ricochet, man. And they made it, and he made <laughs> they made it like halfway legitimate that this match was going to have like they tried their best to make Ricochet look like a worthy contender, but I mean, it, it, it was no chance. Yeah. It was absolutely no chance, bro. Who, bro? You follow MMA? Uh, I do. I used to do a lot, but because I used to write for MMA. Bro, well, who was the MMA guy? He was like a personality. He 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 does podcasting now, but he was like a personality, and he got busted for steroids once, and they fired him from UFC. His first name begins with a Ness. Who am I? He's a smaller guy, bro, but he's he's outspoken. He's he was oh, um, old from UFC. Uh, uh, begins with an S. Uh, um, uh, Charles Sonnen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad, Chad, what is it again? Uh, Ch- Charles Sonnen. Yeah, I actually did his show twice, and I can remember that. Bro, you know what they need to do? Because here's what we're going to talk about next. Bro, Shayna Baszler is horrible on the mic absolutely horrible on the mic bro that dude is a huge wrestling fan yes he is bro bring him in as her manager let 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 him be let him be paulie to roman reigns with Shayna Baszler. bring him that guy can generate heat he'll never have to talk he's a wrestling fan bro he's a great entertainer personality bring that dude in to manage her and do something with her I think they brought him in for TNA for a hot for a hot second. You think so? Yeah, bro. He he. I'm I'm telling you, bro. And and you you can you can make Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley mean something, but right. not not if she's gonna talk, bro. Uh, yeah, he was with GFW. Um, he was a color commentator for GFW for Jared's company. Yeah, I'm so telling like, you, man. Yeah, yeah, he'd be great. Mm-hmm. You can't let her cut a promo, bro. It's 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 bad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> again, man. This is just one of those things that they are giving you know the blessing to to Ronda Rousey for this spot, and this is all that they're doing with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next, we have the what's what's the next spot? Uh, Cruise and Priest. Uh okay, well Baszler, well Logan Paul cuts a backstage promo. Uh, yeah, yeah. After, uh, after Shayna Baszler does, uh, but Priest and Cruz. I mean, of course, we know that uh, you know this was reps for for Priest. Is it uh, is is the door closed for Apollo Cruz to be relevant in the WWE? Closed, slammed closed. shut. You know how I know that, bro. Well, you know, how many times do you and I scream? Uh, that you know, Sami Zayn goes 50 50 with uh, how, how many times do we scream? This could have been a 50 50 match. I mean, you, you, when you were looking at the two of them in the ring, yeah. you, you're, 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 you're gonna say Priest is not gonna kick his backside. This of all matches could have been a 50 50 match, and it was pretty much a squash. I agree, yeah, they could have really highlighted, uh, uh, apollo cruz they've tried so many things with them though man i mean like the uh nigerian uh gimmick was um meh 
to me, but it, it was his most successful gimmick, man. He went like he carried a stick and had a Dalbert Kango or whatever they called him back in the back when he was with them. And he just went to some Nigerian, you know, accent. And it was just like, all right, man, like this is getting, eh, you know what I mean? Like, but at least I was like, at least they're trying to give him some character. It felt really forced, but Hey, he won the intercontinental championship at WrestleMania with it. So it, it worked somehow. But it was just it, it was a bit cringe. It, it, it was it was a bit cringe. But what really helped Apollo Cruz was he was he was he catered to the niche NXT audience, and it made no sense for me at all why they moved them to the main roster. I, I to this day I don't get it. So they moved them to the main roster, not not the not the second time, but just past time. Like I moved them to the main roster. I think they did it prematurely, even when they moved them to the main roster originally, because I, I think he should have had more reps in NXT because he was getting over there. But they tried over and over again. They gave him the U.S. Championship. He was feuding with Lashley and the Hurt Business. They gave him the Intercontinental Championship. Another good little hand ricochet style. Thank you for your time and effort. We'll give you a title real quick, and then. They take them back down. They take them back down in NXT, which was good. People were like, oh, okay. It, it made them feel bigger. But then they put them back to the main roster just to go right to rewind the, the, the clock about four years. Vince, when stuff like that happens, help, help us understand from the standpoint of a writer, why would they rewind the clock? a few years when they had an opportunity to make him big in NXT again by taking him back down there. But they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Let, with this draft that doesn't mean anything anymore, let's just make him be on Raw now. But people are just going back and forth for the draft all the time. Why don't he make a gimmick out of, all right, guys, Raw didn't work out. I'm back on NXT making some noise. And I want to show Triple H that I'm not someone that you just, you know, use in catering and get bumped, you know, by Damian Priest. I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to be NXT champion. Like, why couldn't they just do something like that? Bro, he, he, here's my bottom line, Chris, and I say this all the time. Jim Ross was the general manager of the team. Jim Ross put the team together. Okay, I was the coach. So he, he, he puts the team together. He gives me the team. I am now coaching that team. My mentality was if you're on this roster, you earn the spot. Mm -hmm. So it is up to me to give you everything I can to help get you over. Sure. Bro, the, 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 he, and, and those are the only people that should be on your roster. You should not have somebody on your roster and in your mind, you already know this guy is never going to get over, No, nor or am, am I ever going to try to get him over. That That's where Cruz is right now. Yeah. He's done, he's finished, bro. He he he's already reached his peak in the WWE. My thing is, then why is he there? If he is on the roster, bro, you need to use your resources to help get this guy over. If yeah. you're not going to waste your time, then why is he on the roster? I think that he would be a great trainer in NXT. Like 
it doesn't always have to be wrestler just continuing to mar his brand by losing every match and bumping into someone and catering. Why don't you just make him a trainer in NXT? Why don't, why don't you just have him do that? Because at the end of the day, he's looking like the presentation of Apollo Cruz is so irrelevant now. Like he, like people look, cause a lot of times people look at the characters and they tie them in to like the real person. You know what I mean? That a lot of people don't separate the character from the person. Right. And especially from traditional, you know, wrestling, they, the heels were hated in real life because kayfabe were still a thing. So my thing is like, if Cruz is starting to become like a enhancement talent, jobber to the stars, irrelevant person, that's going to hurt his brand ultimately. And, but if he gets up out of there quick, that can really help his brand for one. And for two, I have another idea what they could do. I think this is something that if, if you and I were working there and consulting and, and, and kind of talking this through, since I have more of an NXT type of influence, I don't watch NXT, but I keep up with the clips. I think what they could do is they could extend this. So Priest beat Cruz, but Dominic is the current North American champion. So Cruz can get upset and say, okay, well, I see, I see what you're doing here. Since y'all try to gang attack me and see y'all try to be around me during, you know, backstage, give me a shot at that North American championship. I think what I can do is I can show you better. I can tell you, right. And there you go. You have Apollo Crews versus Dominic Mysterio. That's a way to get the belt off of Dominic and bring him back to the main roster. And that's a way to give Apollo Crews a, a nice spot back in NXT. That, that would be something that I would do as far as helping out Apollo Crews. Bro, what about this? What about... Why don't we get a real GM? Okay, a, a real somebody, okay? Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know who that person is off the back, off the top of my head. But, you know, an old school heel GM, a type of individual. Bro, how many times is security the the indie wrestlers in the territory? That, that's who security is. Yep. No, bro, why don't we have wrestlers on the on the block and they're going to get cut and they, you know, nah, bro, we need a job. I got a family, this, that, and the other thing. And the only job we got is security, bro. What about if you had a cruise and you had a Shelton Benjamin and who, who's, who's his partner? Uh, Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander, one other guy. What if you had legit looking security guys, bro, with a heel G M. those are characters on this show bro now they mean something now it's it's law and order and we're gonna do things my way the, the bro these are the things they need to do to get out of the freaking box bro <laughs> yeah. that's uh <laughs> so you know what i'm uh adam pierce 
the white boy, you know, security surrounded by a bunch of black boys, black men. Oh, you know who would do that in a, in a second? I don't, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know, bro. He might travel once a week. I don't know. Bish, Bischoff would do that in a second. Bischoff would do that. And bro, put the security shirts on them. Let they wear the same pants. Maybe they even got handcuffs, you know, on their pants, bro. Let them look like a uniform team. Now you've got something, man. Yeah, yeah. This, they need to, they need to break out of some of these moles, bro. Something, man. Some something would be better than anything that. Man, for, bro, you almost could be the fourth guy. There you go. <laughs> Those four guys is your security team around a, a white heeled dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> hey, bring uh, bring Cornette as the GM. And, uh, yeah, let's let, yeah, let's see how that flies. Let's let, let, let's see how that uh, let's see how that works. Or that's the GM, and then you have a bunch of black black men behind him uh, as the uh, enforcers. Man, that uh, sounds very Smoky Mountain esque, ladies and gentlemen. So let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. All right, uh, we have uh, who else we got? We got the Becky Lynch in ring promo. We bought, we got uh, uh, Viking Raiders cutting it back stage promo setting up uh for their their gimmick we got drew mcintyre in the ring with imperium um <laughs> the fact this uh the Ludwig kaiser i like you, you have more charisma than, that was actually true because he actually does have more charisma than guther does uh but this is what this is what bothered me with this vince why in the world do you do 50 50 with Ludwig Kaiser and Drew McIntyre, and Ludwig Kaiser has not won a single yes. match this year on Raw. Why would you make him go make him a legitimate threat for Drew Mac? Another person, just like Becky and Zoe Stark, Drew McIntyre should have plowed through yep. Kaiser. Yep. And looked intimidating to Gunther. He but, should have plowed through Kaiser, and then Gunther should have gotten heat on him. Absolutely. Not the other way around, bro. Yes, yes. Gunther should have got the heat on him. And, bro, what happened to the storyline about the one guy I thought they were throwing out a couple of weeks? That that yeah, went yeah, out that, the window. Yeah, That's yeah. never been mentioned, right? Yeah. that was Because, because now you got to fire Kaiser too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you got because he because he, he loses all the time too. So it's like, okay. Because he knows how to announce uh, Gunta and Corey Graves, <laughs> he was getting like slap happy yeah. when he was doing yeah. the Kaiser hey. impersonation. Bro, when the show's that boring, we got to pop each other. Somehow. I mean, hey, man, well, might as well. I yeah. mean, it's like one of those things like, hey, look, yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to call this match. I'm t This match is boring. So I might as well, you know, do an, an impression, an impersonation of uh, Ludwig Kaiser. So, yeah. you know, that was the best thing going on for that. We have uh, backstage interview Ronda Rousey um, saying that she accepts. And then, and then what you know was funny about that? They were like, "Yeah, SummerSlam starting to shape up." You should have done this months ago, man. <laughs> what are we? It, what are we talking about? You're a week and a half. You're 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 a, almost a week and a half out of what WWE promotes as the second biggest pay per view of the year, SummerSlam, and a week and a half out, a little bit more than a week and a half out. 
then you say, oh, Somerset's starting to shape up. Like, what a horrible prom- – I've been a promoter for over, almost 20 years. The worst thing you could do I, – I, I do concerts. I, I promote concerts. The worst thing that you can do is say, man, this, uh, this lineup's shaping up really good, and expect people to buy in a week and a half before <laughs> – the show starts they know the date they know the time they know location and then a week and a half before we start to confirm a bunch of things like it just doesn't make sense from a business standpoint across the board when it comes to sports man that's like what's what's chris what is with born to be wild by steppenwolf what? I didn't like that. Yeah, they like that old school. Like, like, what, like what? 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 I don't know what it has to do with Somerset, uh, bro. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. Hey, they got. Uh, they bringing back all the old. They got Saturday nights all right for fighting. You know, for uh, for for collision, man. Which I actually I think it, it, that that works very well. Uh, good choice there by uh, uh, Tony Khan. When it comes to Born to Be Wild. <laughs> what? I, I don't know, man. If you could pick an old school song for SummerSlam, what would it be? What I, got one. I got one. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, school's out for summer. School's out. For- what about what, what's that one? Hot child, somewhere in the city. There you go. Yeah, there you go, bro. There you go, there you bro. Go. We, bro, it was perfect. I remember Taker and Austin at um. Madison Square Garden, Highway to Hell. Yeah, ninety-eight. That, yeah. that that's that was perfect for that. Yeah, born to be wild. Who's wild here? Who, who's born to be wild here, bro? A judgment Day. I, you know what? Born to be wild. I think it might be a good. Um, I think it might be a good theme song because I think I know who picked it. Oh. I I I think I know who who picked it. Oh my gosh! No way, bro! No way! He's back, bro! After a long absence, bro. Where you been? I had a talk with Vince McMahon. He asked me. He said, "Black Scorpion." <laughs> but I understood him. I understood what he said. He asked me, "What theme song should be the theme song?" For this year's SummerSlam, I said, born to be wild. He said, why, Black Scorpion? I said, because wild is my middle name. <laughs> very nice. Very nice of Black Scorpion. There you go, man. Uh, that makes Making sense. A, make it a reappearance. Absolutely. We get the contract signing uh, at the end to close out the show, man. What do you think? I could care too. You know what's about this match, bro? <laughs> yeah, I but was. Had, I I just love this. This is like so typical WWE, bro. The the whole the, this whole thing was laid out so Balor could get in the line. Seven year biatch. That's what this, <laughs> yes. that's what this whole promo was built around. Bro. Horrible man, absolutely yeah. horrible. Yeah, I was still hoping for Demon Finn. Like I was like I was I'm still grasping at it. Like there there's a part of me that is still grasping for Demon Finn because I'm thinking in my head this still doesn't make sense to me 
of why Finn Balor makes sense. Uh, someone said Summertime by Will Smith. I like that idea. Yeah, that's not bad, Summertime. Uh, I'd rather do Summertime by Janis Joplin, though. But There you go. Summertime by Will Smith, I think, could be an, an extra, like uh, a song within, you know how you have a song within the pay-per-views? I don't know if Summertime fits the, like, rock type of, uh, electric type of exciting feel for it but uh that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, but this, remember this one bro this might be a little before your time <clears throat> i know i know songs from the 60s uh, in the summertime when the winter is high we can step right up in this guy in the summertime you got women you got women on your mind imagine if that was a theme that would be awesome yeah I would for that, bro. <laughs> how about uh Hot in the city tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Hot in the city. Yeah, that's uh that that'll do it, man. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of choices, but uh that born to be wild eh, might not might not be the best one. All right, Vince. This guy right here. Bro, how much better, like even would the show have been, bro? Something see, this is again get out of the box mm -hmm. so we're getting heat on uh we're getting heat on seth we're getting heat on seth how much hotter could they got it could they have gone off the air bro if becky would have hit the ring and just started lighting up rhea ripley and we go off hot yeah how how difficult is that but you're gonna tell me a a wife is gonna be standing in the back watching another woman put put the boots to her husband like yeah. really bro Come on, man. No, my man. It's uh it's thrown out the window. I think they could have uh and, and I'm and I'm tired of seeing this weird like awkward moment when they do the you know fake cash-ins, man. It's like okay, come oh, on. Yeah, bro. Come on, man. Come on. No. All right, man. This uh this guy is Vince Russo. He uh he never goes home with an awkward moment. Uh, speaking of an awkward moment, though, let's let's go home with an awkward moment. Play play a sound clip or two. Play a sound clip or two. Play a sound clip or two. All right, I'm gonna play an oldie but goodie. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get as awkward as we possibly can, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I need complete silence. Okay. Kenny, that was absolute crap. I never wanted to be in this position. I never wanted to be here, but you made a promise. You already went back in a gentleman's agreement once. You made a promise to him. You said you were going to give him a match. That was BS. He had just gone through two matches, and you can't even promise people matches. I make the matches. And I'm going to tell you right now, Kenny, nine days from tonight, you got time to get ready, man. Nine days from tonight, you have to wrestle in nine days from tonight on Dynamite. Live on Dynamite. Live on Dynamite. You have to wrestle in him. Yeah, if you win, this. if you beat him, you get a shot at the title. I'm not doing it. It's too I'm late. not doing it. Then you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> oh what a classic classic moment bro. that's as awkward as you could get ladies and gentlemen we go off on a high note bro. Yes, this guy right here is vince russo <laughs> this guy's dr chris live on dynamite ladies and gentlemen this is laser raw have a good night everybody solo